Hello and welcome to the Matt Vatcher Podcast. We are back. We are back better than ever. It's been a long time. It's been a really busy time for me. Um, it's been yeah, it's been about a couple of months since we've been on the pod, but we are back. We are ready. We're fired up for some NFL football. Today was a crazy NFL day, and I've been so excited to get on the pod and uh, give all my thoughts. So stay tuned for that. It's coming up here soon. Uh, make sure to spread the word of the Matt Batcher podcast. Uh, I'm going to try to get back on here more regularly. It's just been a hectic time lately, but um, we're we're coming to the playoff season pretty soon. Uh, about three weeks left after this round of games, so it's been a, it's, it's going to be a great time. Very excited to talk, and um, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get Brent on here because I I can't wait to hear what he has to say. So here we go. Pats fan, Los Angeles native, Brent. What in the hell happened today? First of all, quite a quite a crazy way to come back into the pod here after a couple months on this week. We planned this earlier in the day, obviously, but not what I was expecting to happen in my first pod back for the Patriots because that was truly insane. There's never been a play like it. A 70-yard hook and ladder score. It's the longest play ever to win a game at the end of regulation. What? Really? It happens against the Patriots. It happens against the team that you think would be more prepared. Most prepared. Yeah. I know. I was going to uh, uh, yeah, say, um, whenever like they lined up for that, that last play, for some reason in my mind, I was like, I feel like we should call like a timeout here because something just didn't look right. I'm not sure why. Exactly. I mean, that's probably just in my head, like me just being paranoid. But it looks like it, they actually still want something was wrong. It just didn't look right from the start for some reason. I, see, I was naive to think that that could never happen. But if you look back earlier in the year, the Patriots have been kind of sloppy in some of these situations, not just special teams. You know, weird plays have happened. If yeah, what was that, that Hail Mary against the Bears, right? That, yep. That, I was going to. Uh, talk about that play. They, he was stopped at the one-yard line, so they almost blew it then. And then you also look at kind of like that late special, random special teams touchdown, the 100-yard kick return by the Chiefs. Yeah. The quarter. And it's like those are plays you usually don't see this Patriots team make, and they're, and they're making some boneheaded plays. But they are a good unit. Yeah, I mean, you did text me today saying, like, Super Bowl teams don't make mistakes like this, and I think you're right. Like, it, it just kind of feels like – or just a little too sloppy at, at some points. And no, today Super shows. Bowl teams do not lose games like that. I was being a little dramatic because that was before the turn of events happened in which I saw the Texans lost, the Steelers lost again. Yes. It really, it's like the Patriots are going to go ass back. And I thought we had the Chiefs lost too. I thought nothing was basically going to change, but they, they took a little lead now. But we get to that. we'll get to them later. It's, it's really insanity in, in the AFC. At one point, you're looking at the game with six seconds left, and if the Patriots just make a routine stop, and if Patrick Mahomes doesn't convert on a fourth and nine in which he rolled to his right, right. and just threw the prayer up, you <laughs> yeah. have the Patriots in first place in the AFC. Now they're two games behind for the one seed. Right. Not over, but likely done there. So if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, they're going to have to go. Through Kansas, Kansas City. City to do it. It's pretty insane. It's a weird. It's a really weird because I'm not used to the Pats being like bad on the road, but we're legitimately like not good on the road. We're undefeated at home, three and four on the road. They are 
six and zero at home. Yep. Yes, they would be three and four on the road. So likely going to finish you no know, at home because they have the Bills and Jets in Week 16, 17. So the, them, the Rams and the Saints are looking like the only teams that are going to go undefeated at home. Looks good for the teams like the Rams and Saints that may have home field. One of them will. We're not going to, so we may get no. one game in that day. So it's kind of rough. Well, okay, I want to get back to that last play. Did it not seem like we had three chances to tackle the guy that the first guy that initially caught the pass? Like it just looked like our guys weren't even like sprinting after him. They're just like kind of didn't know what was going on. It was it's like everyone completely forgot that they could lateral the ball. They were lazy. I think that's just a play that they've never really seen before. Usually the team laddering back in desperation never scores and wins the game. So I think you, it's just. I think you just saw a lot of the players being lazy there. I think you saw a silly mistake, lazy of the Patriots not to take out Rob Gronkowski when they kind of just said last play defense and didn't right. think of that. <laughs> okay, so they were at midfield. They were at their own 30. They weren't throwing a Hail Mary. Yeah, did, did, uh, did Bill Belichick really think Tannehill with one leg was basically going to throw a 70-yard ball in the air to the end zone? No, he didn't. What I think happened was just they, they called their last play defense. They were too lazy to make an adjustment to take him out, thinking that there was no way Miami was going to score on the on the multiple right. lateral play that everyone kind of does at the end. It's just uncharacteristic of the Patriots, though. And that, I mean, that is a huge, man, that's a huge loss for us. Because like you said, it's just let's say we win that game and Kansas City wins anyway. Well, Kansas City still has to play the Chargers. We still had a chance for first place. This is like a season changer. Definitely was, and, and also after that Chargers game, the Chiefs go to Seattle. Probably more of a chance of them losing there. So right, it, it's really rough. Now you're looking at for the Patriots to win the number the, the number one seed. It's not out of the question. It's still sort of it can happen, but probably won't. The Chiefs would have to lose these next two to the Chargers on Thursday and in Seattle. Patriots would have to win out, and then the Chargers would have to lose one more game after the Chiefs win, probably against Baltimore in Week 16. So a lot would have to happen for them to get that one. Back. Yeah, and I mean, I don't see that happening, but I do uh, also do want to touch just on the game. I know the last play kind of killed the whole entire mood of the, the game, but I thought Brady looked like a 27-year-old Tom Brady again today, and it felt nice to see him releasing the ball like he was. And even Gronk, I know that last play made him look like an idiot, but he had a great game as well, and the offense was clicking. Yeah, that was my overall mood. I thought Brady looked especially sharp that dart to Patterson was oh that was beautiful pass. That was unbelievable that was vintage Brady I thought Edelman looked great I thought Gronk despite his stumbling embarrassment on the last play I thought Gronk looked kind of nimble and, and more like the old Gronk on offense he was yeah. good Patterson was good Gordon is just great they, they were fine on offense they were fine they kind of blew it on defense wasn't their worst performance ever but obviously the yeah, fact that they bad. allowed what three touchdowns to Tannehill 19 attempts that's a, that just can't happen and then Goskowski, uncharacteristically as well, missed extra point, missed a couple of field goals. That's very, very weird. Yeah, it's, it's not on him, but it's it's definitely one of those but games. But it's huge. And it's, oh, it definitely attributed, but if we're going to, we can't put the blame on Oh, definitely not, no. That lateral touch. But it, it does seem to be the recipe for success to beat the Patriots. Crazy plays, and I hope Goskowski misses a couple kicks. You know, it's happened last few years. Yeah. And it just looks like Miami continues to be the house of horrors for Brady, even though... It wasn't on Brady today. He he lit it up today, but it just seems like a place that we always have trouble winning. It's like every year we can basically mark an automatic L for that one. It's I mean I, I wouldn't even I wouldn't have said that before this game, but now it's just like 
It's just like destined to be like that now. <laughs> but the good news is, I, I, not to, I'm not maybe a little 20 second quip. Patriots lost probably their other worst loss ever in the Brady Belichick regular season was 2004. They were about 11 and one. They were chasing Pittsburgh for the number one seed in the AFC. They're both tied, but Steelers had the tiebreaker. Uh-huh. New England ended up losing to Miami on a Monday night game. The Dolphins were two and ten. They blew an eleven point lead in the final two minutes. Brady threw like four picks. Horrible game. Lost out. It was over for the number one seed, kind of like it is now as they um, try to catch KC. But yet they regrouped. They yeah. went to the playoffs. They ended up killing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in the AFC Championship. Maybe they use this as a as a stepping stone to come out and whoop ass and, and win KC in the AFC Championship. We'll see. Well, I sure hope so, man. But I was encouraged by Brady's play at least today, and I, it just hurt to lose like that. But it's it's going to be fine, I think. Well, next week we have Pittsburgh, who looks can't figure them out at all. I mean, they lost to the, the Raiders, as John Gruden would say today. Everyone <laughs> wants to come play for the Raiders. But uh, what do you make of Pittsburgh, man? That was a that was a bad one. Yeah, if you're going to be a fan of the Patriots and, and you're feeling sorry for yourself, go ahead and just watch the Steelers' last four or five games. They've lost three straight. They they should have lost four straight. They were lucky to come out of Jacksonville with a win a month ago. They really – Big Ben threw like a end zone interception and then a flag. They gave it and he ran it in. Some Steelers, they, they can't. Oakland's the worst team in football. So yeah. this was the lowest of lows. I didn't expect this to happen. I know Big Ben missed a lot of the second half, came back in and took the lead for a bit. But man, they used to hook and ladder to get down there. And you're thinking, here we go again. This is just a horrible day for New England all around, even including the other games. But the block kick, the Steelers just can't get this thing right. And now they're in danger of losing out on a, a playoff bid altogether. Right, exactly. I was going to mention that. The, Ra- right. or the Ravens are just a half game behind them now. Right, and they're lucky Kansas City beat Baltimore because Ravens yes. play Tampa Bay, someone else, and then the Chargers. So they're probably going to lose one. But they go 9-7. and seven. All they need to do is watch Pittsburgh lose to the Patriots and Saints, and they win that division. That almost seems likely at this point. That's unbelievable. That shows you how far Pittsburgh has fallen here in the later months. Well, I don't know what to make of the game next week for the Pats and Steelers because, I mean, I know we always beat the Steelers like every year, but... It seems like a, a game that, I mean, both teams are going to be hyped up for. So, it'll be a, it's a huge game for both teams, obviously. But Yeah, for the Pats, I'd say at this point, win or lose, they're probably going to get the number two seed because I think Houston's going to yeah. lose another one too. So, it really is not going to matter in terms of seeding. But it just in terms of coming back after a painful, crazy loss and, and getting back on that horse, I think – for them to show that they're a Super Bowl caliber team, they're going to have to really handle business in Pittsburgh and look good doing so, then get through the Bills and Jets at home, which is easy, and then they go 12-4, and four, heading into the playoffs as number two seed. Then you can kind of forget about the Miami loss at that point for the time being, but they're going to have to show out in Pittsburgh for me to consider them a real Super Bowl team. This season's not over. I was a little dramatic earlier in the, earlier in the day. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, me too as well, but... It's kind of weird that we almost had all four AFC uh, division leaders lose their games today. Just uh, Kansas City came through because the uh, Texans, they lost their nine-game win streak against the Colts today, and Colts are trying to make their playoff push. And have you ever bought into the Texans on this nine-game win streak? I mean, you really think they're a great team or no? It's weird because I like Deshaun Watson. Usually I judge these teams by their quarterbacks, and I really I haven't been believing in the Texans. I've kind of throwing them under the radar, and now they lose at home to Indy. But they had won nine straight, and I do think Watson is good. They have some talent. I, I don't know. I just don't see them kind of in that class that the Patriots 
Chiefs and Chargers now are, as I'll get rid of the Steelers and throw the Chargers in that group. They're not quite there. They're probably going to get the three seed. I could see them losing at home to the Titans or Colts in the playoffs in round one. If not, they're going to probably lose in New England. They're a good team for the future. They kind of remind me of the Bears who are playing really yeah, well right kind now. kind of. Against the Rams, but both of them I don't think really have a legitimate Super Bowl shot. But next year, look out. That's kind of my take on them. Well, the Texans have left at Jets, at Philly versus Jacksonville. Three games they should probably win. Probably. Um, Philly's going to still be fighting for a spot, possibly, because no one wants to win Wants to win that last seed in the NFC, which includes the five straight loss in a row Panthers. So Texans should lose that one. We'll see. Yeah, and then so Patriots at Pittsburgh, and then Buffalo and the Jets at home. Obviously, they'll go 2-1 and one at worst, it seems like, I would think. Um, There's no way they lose those Bills-Jets games. Right. So they're, they're good. They, the Steelers game is big. They win that and they look good doing so. Yeah, like so I they'll said. be twelve and four, most likely. I would say. Um, yeah. So then, Charger. Okay. Yeah. So this is uh Here's what I want to say too. I know we want to be the one seed. We want to be at home, Patriots. That is. But are you not a little worried being the one seed, and you had the Chiefs at the five? And, you know, they mo- they most likely would probably beat the four seed, I would think. It would be Baltimore-Pittsburgh, yeah. So would you rather be – would you rather have to play the five seed and be the one seed, or would you rather be the two seed and play maybe a not as good opponent earlier on? I've been thinking about all the scenarios, and really you don't even know who you're going to face until until that week comes upon us because you don't even know – let's say Houston's the three – they could sure. lose at home to a six, and, and we didn't see it coming. All of a sudden, the six seed goes to the yeah. one. That's favorable for the one. So it's kind of crazy. And I've also looked at for Kansas City, even if they lose to the Chargers, they hold the tiebreaker. So Chargers would have to win the next two after this oh. Chiefs game. And the Chiefs need to lose one more time, which is possible. Chiefs would go to Seattle, to Seattle. after that, probably not feeling too good about it. So, oh, fake punt by the Rams as we do yeah, this well. Doesn't look like they got it. but um, Oh, they might have. But anyways, yeah, so at the, I've been looking at all the scenarios, and really we don't even know if it's going to be Pittsburgh or Baltimore at the four. We, we are pretty sure the Chargers are going to be the five, but then does the six beat the three? I thought I had all this figured out coming into this week, and then this crazy shit happens, and now we have no idea what's going on. Now we might have to wait all 17 weeks. It's really insane. Yeah, it is insane. So what team would you be most afraid of at a six seed? Ravens, Colts? If I'm – listen, I think the Patriots are getting the two seed, so if I'm, I'm not sure if it's about the Patriots or just as for any team. I'd say any, – I would have said Denver before yeah. the injuries. Now there's no way without Emmanuel Sanders or Chris Harris, they're about done. Now I would probably – And that loss today was crucial. Right. I, I would probably – I want to say Ravens, but Lamar is just not ready. If Flacco gets back in there and starts winning games, I'd say them because their defense and their experience. But I'm probably going to go Titans. Their losses are the lowest of the low, but their wins are, are just incredible. They've shown yeah. that they can come through in the clutch. I, if I'm Houston, I don't want to see Tennessee, even though I've beaten them twice, I believe. I don't want to see Tennessee in a 6-3 matchup. Well, with the Ravens, if Flacker comes back healthy, there's no – I mean, you can't take out Lamar Jackson now. You can't take him out now, can you? You almost beat I don't think, the I don't Chiefs think you today. can. I think you have to roll with Lamar, which is which, – and Lamar for the future, I'm actually pretty high on. Now, he, he really, it's going to take him a year or two to get – you know, to get involved into the th- the passing game like they want him to be. I, I look up; it's the fourth quarter. 
they're winning, but halfway through the quarter, he has like 13 attempts for the game, passing attempts. Like that's he, he's got to be able to throw throw more. Ultimately, cost them the game here. But um, I think okay. Flacco would be better for them this year. But I think it's too late for his medal for for his uh, mental capacity. They they got to keep him in there at this point. Yeah, I think so too. Flacco. Yeah, I think yeah. You touched on the Broncos. I just want to say this as. Two NC State grads. I really want Bradley Chubb to win that Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, man. He had two more sacks today. He did. It's flying under the radar. Which He's is a funny beast. He was, he was probably what? Like, after the QBs, he was probably the most mainstream draft pick. Everyone was kind of talking about him. You had Bilicek come to NC State. It was a big thing. And he's kind of falling under the radar now. No one's really talking about him, probably because it's their undrafted rookie, Philip Lindsay, who's scoring all the touchdowns. But right. He's been awesome. I think it's ultimately going to go to Derwin James, but he has been awesome. Yeah, the Chargers safety. Right, but I don't know. Chubb, I mean, if Chubb keeps getting sacks, can you not give it to him if he gets 16 sacks? Well, I think now he's third in the NFL in sacks. Which is incredible. For a rookie. So, it's up there. It's him, Derwin James, Van Der Esch. It's a good trio. And Darius Leonard for the Colts. You have some good rookies. Oh, yeah, definitely. So... Uh, is there anything else we need to touch on the AFC side? I guess the uh, Chargers won today. Um, AFC, last thoughts. If I had to guess, I think it's going to stay about as is playoff picture-wise. Chiefs-Patriots, one and two seeds. I'm going to put the Texans at the three. Chargers are the five. Ravens-Steelers battle it out for the four. That's about it there. You're looking at probably at a Patriots at Chiefs AFC Championship game. But who knows? This week was crazy. It's going to be a fun postseason on that side. Okay, yeah. Uh, actually, I just want to touch right back on that. So I'm looking at the Steelers' upcoming schedule. New England at New Orleans and Cincinnati. That, that could be a one and two. While the Ravens have Tampa Bay at Chargers, Cleveland. That could be, a, looks like a two and one. Right. Ravens would win then. That's, that's probably what we're looking. That's probably likely at this point. Wow. Yeah, that would be, cra- <laughs> be crazy for Steelers fans. If uh, they just completely miss the playoffs, totally. Would be. Sure would be. But, okay, yeah, hold on. let's go to the NFC side. Um, just because I live in North Carolina, let's go ahead and talk about the Panthers. Because they were, what, they were 6-2 and two at one point. Now they're 6-7, and seven, five straight losses, and they lose to the Browns. What I mean, what are we supposed to make of that? Yeah, the sad part about this is their season looks over, but it's far from over still, sadly. (laughs) It's because no one really wants that sixth seed in the NFC. So it's right up there. Just win a couple of these winnable games, and they get the sixth seed. Minnesota's schedule is brutal. They're heading to Seattle tomorrow night. They have Miami next week, who's continuing to fight for their playoff lives. We already saw the damage they can do when their backs are against the wall. Vikings might continue to lose. All the Panthers have to do is win one or two games, and yeah. they might make playoffs at 8-8. Eight eight. It doesn't even look like they can do that. Yeah, well, they have Saints twice coming up as well. Right, and I mean, one maybe with that Week 17 game doesn't mean anything, but right. they, they basically ruined their season at this point. I don't see them beating New Orleans, even at home on national TV, when the, the Saints are trying to keep pace with the Rams for the one seed. They still have something to play for, and the Panthers... They obviously do as well, but they're not playing like it. They, they really look bad. Are we 100% certain that Ron Rivera is keeping his job? No. I think if they finish like 7-9 and nine after a 6-2 and two start, 
they'll seriously consider getting rid of him. But I, but I think he, he does stay, though. Yeah. I do think he stays, but I think it's a talk that they'll have, especially new owner, Tepper. He, he looks at this season, his first year, 6-2, and two, everything's going great, and all of a sudden, what the hell? I, I'm sure they'll have talks, but ultimately I think he stays. Uh, I think McCaffrey with, uh, on the Panthers, he's unbelievable, man. He's been He's been great for them. He's like been their really their lifeline, like to keep their team going, their best weapon. But um, Cam just, I don't know if he's injured. I mean, I know he had a shoulder thing going on, but he just doesn't look. He just doesn't look like Cam yet for some reason. He looked great up until a couple weeks ago, and the, everything kind of came crashing down. They'll have to reevaluate because that defense is nowhere near what it used to be, too, which is weird to see. They're close, but this has just been a shocking turn of events. They're the Steelers of the NFC right now. They're both teams just completely throwing it in here. So uh, for Offensive Rookie of the Year, I know basically Barkley has it submitted, right? But would you say Baker, has he, I mean, has Baker been impressive to you? Because I know he's been, he was kind of terrible the first few weeks, and lately it seems like he's kind of getting a little bit better. Does he impress you at all, Baker Mayfield? I think he, I think he's been pretty good. I don't think it's – I think Barkley should win it, slam dunk, but I think the voters like quarterbacks, so I think right. Baker will get quite a few votes. Um, I think he's been pretty good considering the Browns and their history of losing and, and not playing well. I think he's come on strong. I'm not sure about the future. Like I said, he's a little undersized. Not everyone can be Russell Wilson. I'm not as down on her, him as like a Colin Cowherd, but I'm also not as up on him as – Probably everybody else in the media is. Uh, you got to wait. We have to wait because they do have some talent. So you expect him to do something. It's not like I, he does anything and I'm, and I'm going to praise him as if, if he's a king. Yeah. But considering the QBs that have come through there, I, I think he's looked pretty good for a rookie. I'm not going to lie. Yep. And then so on Saquon Barkley's side today, the Giants just destroyed the Redskins, which was really weird. Okay, we need to talk about this. This Mark Sanchez thing. What in the hell are they doing? Yeah, it's not the best bet as your third-string QB. I, I'm, I'm somebody who thinks Colin Kaepernick should be in the league, I can say Same, that. Same, yeah. He'd be much better than him. Are you kidding me? Right, but I don't. I, but I also don't, every time somebody is signed, I don't go, why isn't Cap in the league? Because that gets annoying, too. Right. But, my God, Sanchez. At one point, he was two for eight for six yards and a pick near <laughs> halftime. They weren't even tr- even they were barely trying him in terms of passing the ball. When they did, it just was for them to lose that bad. It's kind of like with Carolina. I know Washington, the injuries suck, but they're still in the mix for the six seed. And then you see this; it's it's a mess. They they are horrible. They throw in Josh Johnson after that. That's not working. The Eagles really may get that six seed. No one wants to win it. God, I hope not. Can you imagine the Vikings should, but they uh, Kirk Cousins just. We'll see. Minnesota wins at Seattle tomorrow night on Monday night, then they'll get it. The yeah, so the Eagles are what? Eagles are six and seven. Vikings six five and one. So game a half. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm gonna say the Redskins. Um, do you really think? I don't want to get into the, all the Colin Kaepernick stuff, but do you really think they didn't sign him because they think Mark Sanchez was better? Or is it the kneeling thing? Do, do I think that they didn't sign Kaepernick because they thought Sanchez was better? Yeah. I don't think they even looked at Kaepernick. I think at this point it's kind of... It's done. It's it's more... I don't think teams look at Kaepernick and go... Or think of Kaepernick and go, well, these guys are better. Let's. I, I just think they're not even in, in the line of sight at this point. I don't think he's in the line of sight. Like I don't think he was even brought up. I think they just know there's going to be a media shitstorm about it. So True. they kind of say stuff like, 
Sanchez is who we thought was the best bet. They're, what they mean is not he was better than Kaepernick. They just are not even considering Kaepernick. Right, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, the Redskins, they're in the, they're in the playoff push. I mean, don't you want to sign your best guy? But Right, and I'm not sure Kaepernick is the best at this point. Yeah, true. He's certainly better than Sanchez, but is he going to turn your team all the way around? I think people are getting up. Uh, the wrong perception. A lot of people don't watch football. It's in Kaepernick's supposed is going to come in here and save every team. <laughs> <laughs> True, but yeah. So Redskins looks like we can basically write off the. I guess we could have wrote them off a while ago, but we can write off the Redskins. I would say we can write off the Redskins. Yeah, I almost wrote them off when they were six and two. So let's certainly <laughs> write them off. Now. Okay, um, the Saints, <laughs> who a lot of people think are probably the best team in the NFL. They struggled early today against the Bucks, and they pulled that one out. Um, it it kind of felt like at first, like the Bucks are just maybe their kryptonite team, but then they just kind of pulled away at the end. Drew, Ble- Drew Brees, he's definitely lost his MVP voting, it looks like. Well, he, he hasn't lost it for good, so it's this is the close MVP race. I, I would have had Brees as the MVP for sure two weeks ago, and I would have yeah. had Mahomes as it for sure four or five weeks ago. The Dallas loss hurt 10 points in Dallas. I know Cowboys are a good defense. But you do that, you get rid of the one, you lose the one seed for the time being. You throw a pick, that didn't help. You have three points in Tampa Bay halfway through the third quarter, that didn't help. I know the block punt kind of turned yeah. things around. Um, they, they ended up winning that game, but in the way which not to get into a huge MVP debate with weeks to go, but in the way which Mahomes won that, you know, converts on two fourth downs. Well, he's winning that thing. I think he deserves it at this point, and I love Aaron Donald. I wish he could win it, but when the Rams win their biggest game of the year, 54 to 51, <laughs> I, I yeah. don't think I, I have Jared Goff ahead of Donald in my MVP race just because of that. It, yeah. if it was well, Donald might just be the best player, yeah. Right, like, that's what I'm about to say. If the award was called most outstanding player or best player, it would be Donald. He's the yeah. best player in football. Right 100%. Now. But it, unfortunately, for that case, it's most valuable player, and, that, and it's got. I, I would even have Goff ahead of him. In so yeah, Mahomes so, first now. I would have Mahomes, Breeze, Goff, Donald, and those are my only four I'd even consider at this point. Maybe Philip Rivers fifth. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, so the Saints are still in second. We'll see what happens with this Rams and Bears game tonight. It's a pretty yeah. tough one so far for the Rams. Uh, Matt, uh, i got to love these two coaches, though. Just We can talk about this game quickly. I know it's only the second quarter. but So Matt Nagy, and we also have uh, Sean McVay. The two best young coaches right now. Um, the, what do you think about the Bears' playoff chances? Well, they're going to win the North, that's for sure. The Bears, I thought a couple weeks ago, I thought they were going to kind of be like the Chargers in the AFC, where they're almost solidified into that five seed. I felt like, yeah, the Bears are the three seed. They're certainly winning the division. But now you look at Dallas, who's won four or five straight. If Bears lose this, yeah, Dallas jumping. Dallas for the three seed. So you have a race there. I like the Bears. I don't, I don't. I think they win a home playoff game. I don't think they go into New Orleans or LA, even if they win this game and, and beat the Rams in the postseason. I think they're they're a good team. Ultimately, Trubisky will be their downfall this year. But going forward, they're a fun team for 2019 and beyond. Well, I think if the Bears win tonight, then I think they definitely win the division. But they have Rams tonight, Green Bay, at San Francisco, at Minnesota. That Minnesota game will be could decide that division. It could, but Vikings have to win one of these games coming up. Like I said, they'd probably beat Miami next week at home, but they're at Seattle tomorrow night. Right, Seahawks yeah. are on a tear. Kirk Cousins sucks on national TV. I think the Bears are ultimately going to win the division, even if it's they fall ass backwards into it. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Um, okay, so Packers-Falcons today. Aaron Rodgers looked like he actually wanted to play a football game um, now that his coach is fired. Do you, what do you make of Josh McDaniels' rumor to, uh, to the Packers? Very, very early on that. Um, I, I saw it. I thought it made sense, just like all the other rumors made sense. You want to see Rodgers with a good new offensive coach. Him and McCarthy worked for a while. Doesn't anymore. I thought the Cliff Kingsbury stuff was interesting. He didn't go there. Obviously, he's coming to USC. But I don't know. I think it would be a good shot. I, I think it could happen. I don't think McDaniel's shot at a head coaching gig outside of New England is over just because of the debacle in Indy, which was kind of bad. But he made the decision for his family. He could have he had a statement on the way he did it was, was, wasn't as good. But I could see it happen. You know, he's an offensive guru. Rodgers needs to change. And why not have it with the new offensive coach? I think they, I think they can make it work. I know that's not an in-depth answer at this point, but a lot of their stuff is personnel. They they just need fresh legs. They you know they try they tried on defense. They have a new GM, and they finally kind of went back on that old adage they have of kind of developing players. Because now you look at guys like Randall Cobb and Clay Matthews. I mean Matthews is thirty five. Yeah. So wow. McDaniel's would work, but the new GM. They need new players on offense because all they have is Devontae Adams. But I do think McDaniel's and Rodgers would work, yes. So the Packers are five, seven, and one. Is there any they, chance we can they can make the playoffs? No. No. Well, I mean, yes, technically, but no. they would have to win out. Vikings would have to really just lose almost three of their last four, and then they would be in. Yeah. I mean, they yeah. could. So they're I pretty guess. much written off. They, no one about. wants to win that six seed. Tampa Bay, if they hold on against New Orleans, which looked to be the case for a while, that they would have been six and seven and right in the mix. I mean, it's just no one wants to win that six seed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to the really important game that happened today, Cowboys-Eagles. And let's just start off uh, with Amari Cooper. This man, okay, everyone just started talking so much junk. Oh, they traded a, a first-round pick for this. Are you kidding me? That's terrible. Yes, I know Patriots got to steal a Josh Gordon for a fifth-rounder. But um, this guy has changed their entire team. It is pretty insane. And I'm not going to lie, I didn't tweet anything against the trade, but if you go back to when the trade was made, I probably definitely liked a few tweets making fun of the Cowboys. Yeah. For that. a first-round pick. But, man, has he proved everyone wrong. He's been yes. unbelievable. Unbelievable. He makes Dak look best. so much better. Absolutely. And he's definitely the best midseason acquisition, I would say, in NFL history. I can't think of another one. I can't even think of anything even close to that. Other than, like, point. basketball or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I tweeted out, it's the best since Rasheed Wallace. Or you have <laughs> Rasheed Wallace. But obviously, Wallace traded the Pistons, helped them win the title in 04. But, um, it really is, though. I mean, this... What do you have today? Three touchdowns, 217 yards? Yes, and all three of those in the fourth quarter in OT, all each time to put them in the lead. Wow. At different points in the game, that's the NFL record. It's insane. It get, it gives Dak a number one receiver. They obviously have Zeke, and they obviously have a top-tier defense. I mean, they're going to be a tough out in the playoffs. I, I would be scared if I'm the Saints or Rams with them coming to town, although I don't think Dallas would actually win, but who knows? I got to say, I was really wrong on the Cowboys, but – uh, the beginning of the season, I predicted them to be six and ten, and at one point they were three and five, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm right on track. They're gonna be six and ten. But then they they tear on this uh, big win streak they've got going on. Uh, after that Titans loss, I, so many people wrote them off. So now they have this great defense. Dak looks good enough. 
And then Amari's kind of Amari and Zeke are kind of carrying that offense. For sure, Dak Dak was pretty rough about three quarters into the game today, but he didn't. I mean, him and Cooper turned it on late, and that's what you like to see. Cowboys are winning these games; they usually lose. Right, they, which they, is I weird. Mean, they're defending <laughs> champs twice at the end. I mean, that's they're winning all these clutch games. You got to look out for them. So the Eagles—they're still in the playoff hunt, right? They're one game or one game and a half behind. They're six Somehow, and seven, boy. along with the Panthers and Redskins. Right. So it's they, really ridiculous. Redskins, no chance. But the six seed is terrible. It's probably between the Vikings and Eagles. I think the Vikings ultimately get it, but man, is that a mess. Eight and eight, seven, eight and one. Who knows what gets that? Yeah, yeah. I still think the Vikings just because they have a good lead already. But they probably lose tomorrow in Seattle. Then they're just up by a half game with that tie. So right. I don't know. I, I don't want to see the Eagles in the playoffs. I'm sorry. I don't think they'll make it. I think it's going to be one of those things where the Vikings do just enough, maybe beat Chicago in Week 17 if the Bears are kind of solidified in that three seed, and then they end up playing Chicago again the next week in the wild card round in 6-3. I think you're going to see one of those things. It's happened a couple times. Uh, also, I was going to say, Carson Wentz, just, he's nothing like he used to be last year. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be like this next year, year after, or if it's just you know his season after t- uh, tearing his ACL. But, um, do you, I mean, do you see him coming back to like an MVP level standard someday? Because he just does not look right. I mean, he played decent today, but just doesn't look like himself. Wentz? Yeah. Um, I think when you suffer a major injury like that, I think you have to at least give it next season. And if, even if we're excluding injury stuff, we see this often where there's a quarterback who plays unbelievably in, in just one season of like his first three or four. I think of Cam Newton, 2015. Yep. Is one Andrew Luck had one. He's just now coming back around. Obviously, he was just killed by injuries. But you look at these guys; they have they have a uh, season in which you're like, okay, they're a top three or four quarterback going forward, and then they, they don't fall off completely, but they kind of go back to like that seven or eight top seven or eight QB range. They kind of just stay around there. I could see that happening for Wentz. I don't think he's the type of guy who's going to all of a sudden light the league on fire. I think it was a lot of he's great, but it was a lot of scheme, it was a lot of personnel, it was a lot of the the perfect match sure. that season, which was kind of the Eagles in general. So I think he'll be fine, but I think we can pump the brake. I think Mahomes is clearly the guy going forward. That's yep. the best of the best. And after that, Russell Wilson maybe in terms of that middle class, late 20s, early 30s guy. Yeah, and this year is kind of weird for Russell Wilson because he's throwing the ball like less than 30 times every game. It's very strange. But he's had an unbelievable right. year so far, and he's deadly accurate. He's good with his legs. He's just a, a player that you just never want to play against because he just he's magical. Oh, no, yeah. I know that Seattle is the number one rushing team in the league, but they're winning because of Russell Wilson. He doesn't throw as often, and I know I'm biased, but when he does, it's twirling around in circles and throwing a 70-yard touchdown down the field. It's He's winning these games. It's really incredible to see. Seattle, instead of rebuilding, they're basically just retooling. And yeah, everyone at the beginning winning. of the year basically wrote them off automatically. Right. They're basically following the same script as the early 2000s Patriots, the very beginning yep. of Brady Belichick, where they have a good run to start it off when Brady's young, like when Russell was young. The team gets old, they have to start a whole new era, and they think they're going to have some shitty years. Instead, they build on the fly. So I wouldn't be surprised to Seattle if, if they can draft well in the next year or two, being back to being a top two or three team in like 2020 with Russell. Yeah, and tomorrow will be a great game because it's basically the 5-6 and six seed in the NFC right now. So. Right, if Seattle wins that and the Bears win this here, then you could probably just bank on a Seattle at Dallas 
uh, NFC wildcard game. Which oh, be pretty wow. Fun. Pretty fun. Yeah, that would be a fun one for sure. Um, okay, what else we have? Next. MVP, we already went over. Yeah, yeah we oh, hit yeah, in we MVP. Um, we hit some awards. Uh, we can look into next week a little bit, see what's going on. I know the Patriots-Steelers obviously highlights a lot of it. Uh, Chiefs-Chargers as well, Thursday night. Uh, who do you like there? Is that Chiefs? Chiefs-Chargers is a huge one. I hate to say it, I like the Chargers. Really? I do. In Kansas City. I do. I don't even know why I'm saying this. I, I do think you're seeing a slightly vulnerable Chiefs team. Mahomes is unbelievable. They need a tone for it. Him and Tyreek Hill. But when you look at no Kareem Hunt, obviously they can still run a little bit with their scheme, but that's a huge – like Kareem Hunt's a great back. Oh, yeah. And to not have him, we have to get into that stuff. It's pretty huge. I think it's going to start rearing its head a bit. And we look at a team like the Chargers, no question, not up for debate. They're the most talented team in the AFC. They got Joey Bosa back now, that pass rush tandem. And the one thing about them, they have been one of the more talented teams, is that they always choke in the most ridiculous fashion. Right like, now the <laughs> no. today, like every week. And now this year, they're winning those games. They've won almost all of them. Denver beat them late, but Denver went on a good run. They're just a good team at that yeah. time. That Steelers comeback was amazing. I- I'm going to lean Chargers in this one, but I still think Kansas City wins the division. I think they'll win in Seattle. I'm just I'm going off the script here. It's been a crazy season. Now, two or three weeks ago, I would say Chiefs would just win out, but it, it's it's crazy to kind of predict what's going to happen. I think I'm leaning Chargers, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely leaning Chiefs just because – so the Chiefs have lost twice this year at New England, at Rams, two of the best right. five teams in the NFL. I know the right. Chargers are a great team as well, but Mahomes, like at home, it's just kind of kind of hard to bet against them. But like you said, anything could happen here. So the, the Chiefs hold the tiebreaker, you said, with them, right? Even if yes, the Chargers win that game? Yes, hold the tiebreaker with the Chargers because they will have splits, but it goes down to division, division? record after yeah. that, and Chief Chargers lost to Denver. So oh, that's they have right. more division loss. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, so that'll be – that could turn out to be huge, but uh, we'll see what happens there. Looking forward to that Thursday night game. Um, Kind of an interesting game also. Cowboys at Colts. Both teams – I mean, Cowboys look like they're going to make the playoffs. Colts pushing for that last playoff spot. Um, Cowboys with a great defense. Andrew Luck coming back to himself. What do you like here? That's a funny game because I, you could kind of sell it as the two hottest teams in football in each conference yeah. if the Colts didn't lose 6-0 yeah, the Jaguars lay the goose egg. But even so, the Colts came back and they win in Houston. So if, if you'd ask them which win they'd rather have, it's probably this past one. So yeah, you could still kind of sell that. Obviously, Dallas has been on fire. The Colts need it way more than Dallas now at this point. Cowboys yep. are kind of, especially if Chicago wins this, Cowboys look like they're they're definitely going to be the NFC East champs, and they're probably going to be the four seed. The Colts are fighting for their lives here, and this is in Indy, correct? Yep. So yeah, you're looking at. We'll see. I think Dallas is, looks a lot more impressive than the Colts, but the fact that the Colts are at home and you have Andrew Luck, I don't know. That's a tough one. If you ask me to make a quick, obviously I'll make my picks later in the week. They might all change. I might even have KC next week, but. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to lean Dallas at this point. I think they they seem more meant to be in terms of the mental toughness they're showing. But watch out for Andrew Luck. That could be a great game. So do you really give Dallas like a chance for a Super Bowl run? I would say no, but watching, <laughs> but, them, watching them on defense, I mean, that was no The defense is insane. Vander Esch is a beast back there. 
Yeah, not just him. Yeah, Jaylen their front. Smith, yeah, their front seven in right. general, honestly, might be the best in football. Marcus Lawrence, top five edge rusher. Yeah, they're great. It's um, a fun team. They're tough. They're tough. And you look at teams like the Rams, who are undefeated at home, but like is LA that much of a home field advantage? I guess yeah. for the Rams it will be. They get kind of they get up for the big Rams games. Yeah, not there. for the Chargers at all. Not for the Chargers. <laughs> no, if you're a Pats fan, you want them to steal that one seed. Yeah, for sure. That's bad going in there. <laughs> yeah, everyone, we would love that. The great stuff on Sunday. <laughs> um, so Pats at Steelers Sunday, four twenty-five. Big game here, Big Ben, Tom Brady. We know the history. Um, Steelers on a on a terrible skid here lately. Um, I wonder if James Conner would be coming back for for that game next week. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That, that's going to be a big one because if not, the Patriots are going to do their usual thing, kind of like what they did with Minnesota. They will try to um, they'll use Gilmore on the number two receiver when you have two good receivers. So Gilmore would probably go man up with Juju, and then they'll just double Brown. Yeah, the same. And, and digs and, and we'll see and with no Connor then you're talking about Big Ben having to throw 50 times Brady and the Patriots are going to look to kind of efficiently pass but run Michelle a lot it's at the point now Patriots have to win this game and I, I think they know that in terms of yeah thinking and believing that they can actually win a Super Bowl then they're going to have to win this game and it's not looking good for Pittsburgh say the, the one fall for New England today actually seemed to be Michelle he he did not play very well. He was not hitting open holes, or and he just did not look good today. He was. I felt like he didn't have that many holes. I thought Miami played him pretty well. Yeah, maybe yeah, not so. Not the best day from him. It kind of turned into a throw fest late, and I thought Brady was great. Just, just wasn't a win. We we saw what happened. <laughs> yeah, but so the Steelers have lost their last three, and it could be the last four. They the Jaguars completely choked that game away, so they could have lost their last four. Don't know if they're gonna make. I don't know if they're gonna be able to get back on track with only three weeks left to play. They have New England coming up, but we can see. Um, definitely not. Definitely not a scary Pittsburgh team like they were last year when their firepower was just insane. No, yeah, the game is the game looked great, unbelievably great three or four weeks ago. It's kind of yeah, a lot different now. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, another great game: Saints at Panthers. This is a this is a write them off game. I think if the Panthers lose this one, probably because they will have the Saints again week seventeen and week sixteen. They have the Falcons. Falcons I think yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, the NFC six seed is going to continue to be up for grabs. If they win this, all of a sudden they feel good about themselves after the Saints win, and maybe they roll to the six seed. But I don't see that happening, and it's pro- I, I probably see that I, I do see them losing, and I think at that point you can basically cross them off they won't be mathematically eliminated but in their hearts yeah. they will be and we'll know <laughs> <laughs> fair enough all right awesome brent um what do you have the oh i want to talk a little bit nba if that's all right let's do it so we obviously haven't talked any this whole year um we'll just sit on a few of the bigger teams one obviously we got to talk about lebron this laker team actually he has them rolling a little bit yeah, they started off pretty bad, kind of like you'd expect for a newly formed team that's nowhere near as it used to be. And now the Lakers are on fire. They won seven of their last ten. Yep, seven of yeah, their last ten. Yeah, something like that. Sixteen and ten. I mean, you look at the West, it's kind of up for grabs after the Warriors. It's going to be yeah. there's going to be a lot of tangle and flip-flop for that seed. It's kind of like two through six. So the Lakers are going to be in that mix. They look pretty good. No, it's funny. Uh, today I was thinking, I heard someone talking about the West, and they were saying, like, yeah, I really think Golden State uh, is going to be in trouble this year. 
And the first thing I thought about was your tweet, like the I'm I'm Boo Boo the Clown or whatever Warriors tweet. Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I was thinking of that. Like, you, they're Here's winning the, the title, one. okay? They're playing about as worse as you could possibly imagine the Warriors playing. And they're like still you first. Even, you couldn't even, like, guess this if you're betting before the year. And they're still a game. They have a game up on everyone else for the one seed playing that bad. Right. So they'll be fine. That's ridiculous. And yes, they have a little bit of internal turmoil because they have a bunch of babies, including Katie, Draymond, are acting like babies. But they'll get it together and they'll do enough to win one more title before they maybe disband. Usually, I would say no way they're gonna they're gonna break up, break it up. But they probably will. Is Yan? It's just so drama at this point. Katie probably is. Uh, is Giannis gonna win the MVP this year? Not sure. A little early. It's right definitely now. early, but. I like Kawhi right now, but who knows if Toronto keeps that up. Giannis may be doing a little bit more considering he has a little less help, but it's not like Kawhi has the best help. In the, I mean, Lowry's very good. Well, considering what? considering Giannis is just an alien, um, you know. Oh, yeah. That Unbelievable player. <laughs> you look at, yeah, it's like LeBron, Durant, and Curry are basically, well, to me, the top, top three, three. But I think you got to throw Kawhi and Giannis in there, kind of in the same group at this point. Yeah. Because they've been on It's the fact that Kawhi's done it coming, coming to a new team and a new country. I didn't like the way he left San Antonio, but he's been unbelievable. But the Celtics, Celtics are coming. Yeah, Celtics are coming. We've won that. like our last four in a row now, and five. it looks like we're gonna be. Uh, we just beat the Bulls by like fifty six last night. Yeah, five in a row now they've won, and they are about to be tied with Indiana for the four seed. I, I mean, Celtics are gonna get the four seed at the very least. I think there's a good shot they'll catch Milwaukee and Philly, but Toronto has a good has a good lead for that one seed. Yeah. Just to say something quick about Giannis, uh, I don't know if you saw on Twitter this this video of Giannis. He took one dribble in in oh, the half court and dunked it. Oh, I saw. What? He's had, he's had a couple other ones like that too from last <laughs> season. He's uh, just unbelievable, and the insane. fact that he's Greek makes it even cooler because he he's not he's not like a lot of these American players are just drama filled at this point. He's kind of just keeps to himself. Yeah, <laughs> does a goofy laugh. Gets excited when he sees some of the crazy foods we have, like carnival food, and then he just dunks shit from that court. It's great. <laughs> yeah, we might just have to do like a separate 10 or 15 minute podcast, like once a week on just NBA shit going on. For sure. We can keep it going. Post All Star break when the NFL's over, we might as well just start. Oh, yeah, for, yeah, we'll definitely get into that um, more in depth. But I was going to say just 10, 15 minute pod about once a week, I don't know, for NBA. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, but you have anything to plug? Um, I do not, other than, actually, this is the first pod we've had. Like two months or so. We have a new job, right? I think, oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. The last pod we had, I said I was getting a new job, and I did say what it was. But now I can actually plug it. Fair Game with Christine Leahy on Fox Sports 1, Monday through Friday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern. We've got a lot of cool, a lot of cool interviews. Check it out. I walk around the set and sometimes I contribute. That's about all I can say. That I do. <laughs> no, I do love the show, man. She's awesome on it, and you guys get some great guests. So definitely, definitely check that out if uh, if you guys can. Sure. Um, yeah. Anything else going on? Yeah. How's LA right now? I know it's been raining there a bit. It rained all day the other day, which sparked the funny tweet from Bill Simmons that kind of summed up my mood saying that everyone was driving as if they were part of the movie San Andreas 2. 
bad. They, they don't know how to drive out here anyways. But right. we add rain into the mix, it's just like, I think it's a tropical uh. storm. But yeah, other than that, beautiful weather again. Rarely rains, hence the fires, because it's always too dry. Other right. than that, it's been awesome out here in L.A. It's been fun. Awesome, man. All right, well... We're going to get back on doing this pod. It's definitely been my fault with – I've just been a little bit busy with work and everything, but definitely enjoy doing the pod. We'll get back on it. We'll talk some more NBA, and uh, hopefully we can keep our listeners listening to the pod. Sure, we got to get this going. <laughs> Playoffs are coming. Playoffs are coming. Yes, can't wait for the playoffs. All right, Brent, I'll talk to you uh, next Sunday night, and uh, appreciate your time, man. All right, yeah, no problem. See you then, buddy. See you. I want to thank Brent Schwartz for coming on to the podcast. Thank you guys all for listening. The MVP podcast will be back. This was NFL Week 14 with Brent Schwartz, and thank you for listening. And uh, make sure to keep checking out our podcast. Share the word with your friends, family, anyone that likes to listen to podcasts. And we will see you next time on the MVP.